Hey everybody, this is Jeff Fab from Black Label Society. You're watching CMS TV. It is your classic metal show right here on the classicmetalshow.com. Kicking off the show tonight, uh, we heard the Ronnie Monroe fronted Metal Church Malight in the Dark release with Beyond All Reason. And for Shelly Rocks in the chat room, there's uh, Thunder with Dirty Love from the Backstreet Symphony release. And uh, the guy I think knows a little bit about Korean Dirty Love, my good friend and partner, Chris Thunder, Chris. What is up, man? How we doing? We're here again. Yes, we are. We are here. Has flown by, and uh, man, I tell you what, it seems like we just wrapped up the show. (laughs) Yep, but here we are again. (laughs) Seven days later, and uh, we're both here and healthy, as far as I know. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm that's good. I'm I'm struggling a little bit with some techie shit tonight. It's a it's a tech nightmare to start the show. But um, yeah, what's going on now? Um, well, I don't know yet. Let me see here. Um, I just I'm, I'm trying to f- the stream on the app isn't working. I did hear about that. No, okay, I got it now. Um, uh, yeah, I'm doing something new, which is why, and of course, I do something new on a night when we have a guest and everything else, right? Of course. Right. But um, looky, looky here. I'm gonna just put this on the screen. Okay. You know what that is? I know you know who it is. It's Gary Scadra, but do you know what that is? I do not know what that is. That is a rumble comment. Oh, really? Look at that. Now you can transfer the rumble comments into our show. I can. Here's another one from Jim. Hail and kill all. All right. Here's our paying customer. Fuego. Titties and beer. Uh, titties and beer. Rumble comments are now live on the stream yard. All right. Well, hello, everybody listening to the show. Hello, you rumblers. Hello, uh, everybody in the chat room. Hello, all you locals. Hello, all you uh, streamers, you uh, Ron Keel people. That's right. Because <laughs> they're the ones that are they're the ones that are hearing it on audio. No, nobody else. Right. I did message Corey, but but is, no is answer from him is yet. He in charge of the app. Does he take care of the app? Is that how that Well, works? he takes care of the radio stations. Okay. And which are pushed to the app. So All right, gotcha. I, I need him to kick the, I need him to kick the, um, the, the thing over, but whatever we're getting there. Yeah. Look at us. High tech. Yeah, we are. So, High so we say two, two guys, two guys basically uh, running the whole show or basically one guy, you uh, <laughs> running the whole bang a bang. Just making it work. Yeah, we, Just, got, uh, we got cameras, we got audio, we got uh, streaming, we've got just all kinds of shit going on. Just like TV just like shows. Big, just like the big time. <laughs> Bigger than the big time. We got TV stations, we got radio stations, we got it all. They only have one thing at a time. We've yeah, got what does that trunk have besides two homes? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny, man. But, uh, yeah, technology has come a long way. I mean, you know, again, we've mentioned this before, but uh, if you 
You watch the E! channel back in the early 90s. Howard Stern was uh, doing his radio show on TV. You know? Right. Mm -hmm. but that took uh, a lot of technology, and it was very expensive. You know, you had, yeah. some, had some very high-tech, very expensive cameras. You had, you know, you had uh, television studios. You had satellite links. You had, you know all this stuff to, to produce a television show from the radio. And now we are doing it, doing it from the comfort of our own uh, humble abodes. Yeah. And let's not forget Howard Stern. They had to record it and then like broadcast it a week later. Wasn't we just that, do it. Oh, really? Was that, uh, was that uh, recorded like a week later? I thought, yeah. it was like, I thought it was like the following day or later in the day or there were some shows that they, you know, rushed to thing, but for the very most part, the, the Howard Stern E show was like a week or two delayed. Oh, really? See, I, mm -hmm. I don't remember that. I probably knew that at the time, but for some reason after, you know, 30 years, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I probably forgot about that part, but, uh, you know, that was a multi-camera situation there because, you know, more often than not, whenever they did broadcast the the show on E! is because they had, like, a guest in the studio or something like that. Mm -hmm. and, you know, so they were, you know, shooting Robin and they'd be shooting Gary or, or Fred or whoever the comedian was at the time and uh, back and forth between Howard and the guest. So, you know, you had multi-cameras and all kinds of stuff going on there. So you yeah. gotta you gotta wonder, you know, in today's dollars, what what the cost at that time was to do a show like that, you know, with you know, to, to broadcast it on, you know, some kind of a television video outlet. Got you gotta think million an episode, maybe? To do it in that form that fast. To, yeah, I don't know. You know, it had to be had to be fairly expensive, I would imagine. Sure. So sure. Well, there you go. Technology. Yeah, we're we're learning as we go, but yeah, yeah I was so happy. I I tr quite honestly, I emailed Rumble bitching. And I was like, "You fucking guys said this would be ready last September." <laughs> you know, I was like, "What the fuck?" You know, we're we're a paying customer because you and, are paying for this thing. And they and they uh, they came back. Oh, I'm sorry, Chris. We meant to flip that switch months ago. Thanks for reminding. No. <laughs> what they that I, it was almost like that, quite honestly, considering that I had asked for it oh, a long shit. time ago. We forgot to make that go live. We thought that was going. We thought it was going fine all this time until you brought it to our attention. Pretty close. They um, they literally. I emailed. And I was like, you know, this is what I need. This is what I've been waiting for. What are we fucking doing? And right. she goes, Oh well. We published this API a couple months ago, and I know you don't know shit about APIs other than. All an API is, is kind of think of it as like a bridge. Yeah. You know, it bridges between A and B. Sure. And they were like, they were like, yeah, just install this API. Here's the directions on how to do it. And, and you can push your comments. And I was like, all right, not exactly what I would like, but good enough. <laughs> you know, I, cause I would like to have the whole shebang shebang with the, right, right. you know, the number of people so that I don't have to keep rumble open, but, um, but yeah, I, you know, bottom line is it's working. So I don't care. And, you know, I'm happy that, that I, it's been the biggest frustration that I have had the last six months with the show is that 
we're gaining a lot of ground on Rumble. We're gaining good audience and everything, but we couldn't put the comments up. You know, and that was that was really frustrating to me was that, yeah, go watch it over here, but go put your comments over here. It's the same right. frustration. Now I'm going to have the same conversation with them next week and say, what the fuck? Why can't I see my Rumble or my, my locals comments? These are paying guys that are paying into your fucking platform. Right. Because locals is owned by Rumble. Right, right. It's it's a it's a uh, what do you want to call it? It's a uh, there's a word I'm looking for. It's a piece of Rumble. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a, a sister's company or whatever. You know, subsidiary. You know, so I want that to be next. But I'm pretty happy to have Rumble comments right now. That's pretty good. Yeah, that is so. good. Well, very good. We're, so we're going to be able to hear or see from the, the Rumble chat when somebody has something of uh, pertinent uh, comments to put up there, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, we will. All right. Yeah. I'm still waiting for that to happen, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One, one thing One thing I always notice about our, our locals page, though. Yeah. Ever, at the end of the show, that little tip jar just says zero all the time. I wonder oh, why that of course. Was. <laughs> well they already tipped their their five dollars they don't need to tip further it's a two drink minimum people <laughs> yeah please you know what i always notice the same exact the same exact thing when um when they're done with the rumble chat you know it has a little dollar sign at the bottom of it as well and and nobody's clicking that except for fuego <laughs> fuego's like the lone guy that's ever clicked it yeah he, he, he's, he's the lone fuego he is. He is the lone fuego. <laughs> yeah. Too funny. Wow. All right. Well, anyway, I'm, I'm glad that uh, things are progressing and a uh, little, you know, getting better all the time. Yeah. Slowly but surely we're, we're taking over the goddamn world. Sure. Absolutely. Well, I, I haven't really had any contact with you this week, uh, aside from a random text. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're loaded. We're, we're rich in spirit. That's right. We're, we're rich because we have you guys listening every week. I feel very enriched by that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're rich. Yeah, we are. We're loaded. We're loaded because we work <laughs> our asses off. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, anyway, I uh, aside from a random text or so I've got from you, you've been uh, pretty much uh, quiet this week. I, I know that you probably have had your hands full as always, you know, as you usually do. Yeah, it was a busy, busy week. I was in front of the camera a lot, actually, this week. I was on both Seth's shows, Chris Aiken Presents. Um, I did John's show on Thursday. So, yeah, I spent a good amount of time in front of a camera. But um, did a bunch of interviews this week, you know, just my normal shit, plus regular, regular jobby job stuff. So, right busy busy yeah out of all the millions of people in the world you're you're the only worthy co-host of everybody <laughs> apparently so apparently i'm the only <laughs> guy the only one who could carry on a conversation and keep the show moving otherwise That's everybody's right. just kind of like uh-huh yeah cool yeah yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah cool yeah, well, that's about all i do as well so <laughs> <laughs> That's all I really do anyway. Same exact thing. Just, yep. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, yeah, I I don't know why I'm the why I'm that guy, but okay, whatever. Well, because you're you're willing and and you're able to carry on a conversation without having yeah. a wall in the in the discussion. You know, yeah. I, I I say it all the time too. I'm a, I'm a media whore. Anytime well, I can get in front of more people, well, I'm gonna that, do it. I get that part that part alone, but you know, I know from personal experience over. Mm-hmm you know, close to 30 years of doing this, that, uh, you know, when I was doing the show, uh, Sal was asking me today, he was texting me, uh, asking me about a little bit of the history of the CMS. And, uh, you know, he's like, well, who, who was involved with the CMS in the very early part of the two thousands? And, you know, that kind of made me reflect and think because obviously little Mike was my constant, uh, in studio guy, although he didn't really get on the mic very often, but he was good at being kind of like an intern, you know, right. pulling, pulling the music and, you know, doing different tasks in the studio. And then, uh, you had recommended Papa Chuck Maiden, who probably was there 90% of the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, for the last, the last years or year or two that I was doing the CMS on uh, terrestrial radio. Mm-hmm. And I had the occasional pop-in guys. Uh, I had long-haired Mike, who was my fill-in guy when I couldn't do the show if I was out doing something else. Periodically, you would pop in, usually once a month, yeah, to, to promote the music's bottom line release. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, as far as like people who could carry on a conversation, that was what I was hoping uh, Chuck would do, and. You know, he wasn't too bad at it, but he wasn't, uh, you know, he, I, I, I sometimes had to prod him a little bit to, yeah. to, for his input. And, of course, like I said, little Mike, once in a while, he would give a comment or two, and that was about the extent of it. Yeah. So you played there, an awful lot of music on that well, show, on that it, version. It, it, was, <laughs> it was a very music-centric show. Yeah. But, uh, you know, again, this goes back to history about, you know, when you and I realized that you, we had chemistry because the minute you stepped in behind the mic there, you and I would just go off on goofy rants and yep. silliness and, you know, and we were just like, yeah, this works. This works yeah. for some reason, you know? Yeah. And I, I remember what I remember is we knew it worked enough that when you left, it was like, all right, we're not ending this. We're just going to find a way to do this. Right. You know, exactly. So, uh, yeah, again, it's yeah, finding a worthy co-host is very difficult. I mean, you, I think about uh, your friends there in Akron. Uh, what was that? What was that show that they had? Maximum Threshold. Maximum Threshold. We, I I tried to be supportive of those guys and listen to that show on a Sunday, and it was just so tough to listen to that show. <laughs> I mean, they they had no chemistry at all. And it was just very disjointed and, and it was hard to follow along and it didn't flow very well. And I, I don't it, know. It, it's either, either you have the chemistry or you don't. And it's weird with those guys because those guys are like best friends and they're in bands together. And, they're, yeah. you know, I mean, they're like boys. They, they should have chemistry, but, but, um, you know, it just didn't, it just didn't gel completely for them. Nice and guys, though. Those oh, guys are great. Guys. Dom was a nice guy. I don't know. Remember yeah. what the other guy's name? What was his name? Um. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, regardless of that, uh, they did that for years together, and it was yeah, just they like, did. 
they're still they're still on. <laughs> you would tell me, yeah, maximum threshold, and I go, they're still. On. Yep. <laughs> wow. Like that's 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 a rough show to to try to follow. Sure. There's a lot of people say that about us. Not that we're a rough show to follow, but but that they're surprised that we're still on. You know. Oh well, we do it because we enjoy it. Yeah, closing in on the one. That's why they were doing it too. But you know, we we've been fortunate enough to find a, enough knuckleheads that want to hear what kind of stupid shit we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, we try to you know we try to make it entertaining and you know put a humorous spin about on just about anything we talk about. We regardless if it's a more serious topic or just a silly mindless topic or whatever sure. it is. It's just, you know, trying to, trying to see the humor and everything. So right. That's the whole thing. It's just, just the, uh, you know, just kind of the, a lighthearted way to bring you the news, I guess. That's right. Or, you know, keep up with what's going on out there, whether it is news or cultural or, uh, affects you in a, you know, in your liberties and your rights sort of way or whatever it is. You know, just try to make, kind of make it palatable to listen to. Mm-hmm. And we do okay, I guess. I think we do all right. You, We're you got all right. Hardcore, you got hardcores like Sal who can't can't uh, shut up about the show all week long. Yeah, that's <laughs> annoying. That is annoying. He texts me today, I'm with my other lawyer friend, and I'm telling him about the show. Great. <laughs> Sal is our Sal is our biggest uh, vocal supporter out there. That's right. <laughs> He's a character, but uh, anyway, we appreciate everybody who tunes in and listens to us on the various platforms. And if you're a member of the locals page and tune in by way of Rumble Chat and you know our our chat room uh, at the locals uh, page and all the other outlets that we're on and uh, RFK Media and our good friend uh, Corey and. Uh, our good friend Ron Keel and everybody sure. who, who keeps us all running. So uh, we appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of of people that are our friends, I talked to one of one of your friends, my, my friend too, but uh, one of your friends on um, one day this week, uh, Roy Cathy. Oh yeah, he told me to say hello to you. So hello, hello from Roy. Roy. <laughs> now Roy, Roy has a different social and political views than we do, but we like him. Yeah, yeah, we definitely don't see see eye to eye with them at all politically. But who gives a shit? Yeah, I don't give a shit. I mean, I spent uh, I spent a week on that Kiss cruise over a year ago, and yeah. you know, I ran into him numerous times, and we hung out and just shot the shit and stuff. And it's like, yeah, I don't give a shit what your politics are, what your social views are, you yeah. know, whatever. You're a good dude. I like the guy. Yeah, you're allowed to be wrong. Just keep making good music. <laughs> <laughs> i was uh i was uh did, did you watch that chris porter i sent you today i did not have time today uh, oh, you'll, you'll really enjoy it i didn't know that was out there i got to thinking about it since we were talking about it last week and i thought i wonder if he's got any youtube anybody's you know say recorded any of his material or put it up out there and i didn't realize but he had uh self-produced uh, a whole new special that uh, he released on YouTube only like 10 months ago. Right. And it's it's really funny. It's really good. I know you're going to enjoy it. It's it's just like I wonder if uh I wonder if he couldn't get a commercial deal like a Netflix deal or something like that, you know, because of his humor. I don't know. Uh Yeah, but, I don't know. Uh, 
but maybe he figured out a way to make some money doing it himself. I, I have no idea, but it's put together real well. He's really funny. He's got a little bit of edge to him, which I appreciated. And uh, so I watched that. And after I was done watching that, I shot the link over. Uh, but it pretty good stuff. Yeah, I'll you check know. it. I definitely will check it out because I'm, I'm all about I'm all about anything to watch on TV right now. Any kind of comedy because there's not much going on. That's for sure. No, Jesus, anything going on. That's that's the whole thing. So I, I got a pretty good chuckle out of that uh, this morning watching him. And uh, the reason I brought that up is because there was a there was a guy who followed. Um, trying to think, see what this guy's name was. His name was Je- Jeff Die. D-Y-E. Okay. And he was actually pretty funny too. And uh he I guess this was uh recorded about a year ago or so. Okay. Just, just as we were coming out of the whole pandemic. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, it's it's he, without saying it, it was pretty clear where he stood uh as far as like his viewpoint on all that and the shutdown and the 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 you know the uh the poke and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I never really took a break. I just went to countries that, uh, that didn't give a shit about the pandemic, like, uh, Florida and Texas and Mexico. He says he went to countries that didn't, that didn't care about the pandemic, like Florida <laughs> and Texas. And right. Mexico. He says, you know, he says, I never stopped working. He says, I just went to places where they didn't uh, care about it. You yeah. Know? And uh, he was he was just going on. I just found it funny. Some of his comments were pretty silly. <laughs> That's cool. You know, he was he was going on about that, but uh, you know, he he was basically what we were talking about last week about comics and comedians just lampooning the what people accept as uh, as real life or sure. Or- and he, he did a pretty good job of that and he wasn't a real dirty guy he wasn't a dirty comic okay but he had some pretty sharp comments and if you are you know aware of what's going on around you you get where he was coming from because he kind of kind of reminded me of his i don't know if you ever watched dennis miller ever watched some of the dennis miller comedy way years ago back in the 90s I never really did now, well, Dennis Miller uh, makes a lot of references, like historical reference and pop culture references. And if you don't know about history or if you don't know pop culture or if you don't know about events, it won't be funny. Okay. But if you know, if you're aware of those things, it's hysterical. So, uh, you know he, he kind of did that, you know, he was making fun. And if you, again, you may, you probably wouldn't get his humor if you didn't understand what he was talking about. Right. You know, so I listened to that. I got a pretty good chuckle out of him too. So today That's was cool. comedy day at the old Neely residence. I'm trying to think, what did I watch? I watched, uh, there was a wrestling pay-per-view that was on at like five in the morning. Cause it was <laughs> live. It was live from Australia. Okay. Oh. So I watched the replay of it. I did not get up at five in the morning and watch did, it, but I watched it from like the Aussie ace in the crowd anywhere. Or he might've been there. He may you very well have been there. They were chanting Aussie, Aussie, Aussie the whole fucking show. So did you see the kiss freaks there or anybody they, like that? No, nah, you know, that's not their scene. They would have been WCW people <laughs> because that's the ones that had Gene Simmons on it at one point. Not, right. not WWE, but 
No, I just watched it. And, dude, I will say this about Australia. When you see footage of it, it's a gorgeous-looking place. Yeah. I don't know shit about their people or whatever, and they do talk funny and, you know, and I don't mean the accent. I mean just the weird way that they converse, I guess, uh, that kind of Queen's English, kind of American English. It's like mishmashed all together. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's kind of, uh, what do you want to call, rogue English? Yeah, it's, th- it's their own English, and, it, and it, it's interesting to hear. But I'll be damned. They, they had... I forget what the name of this stadium. I think it was called Olympus Stadium or something. All right. And they kept showing this overhead shot that was probably shot with a drone where you were like over the stadium. And the stadium looked awesome. The stadium looked like, you know, that place in Vegas that the Raiders play that that looks like a Roomba type thing. Yeah. It looks similar to that, except it was open. Okay. But they kept doing this overhead shot. And, and it was like, man, the sky as the sun went down was like this bright orange. And it was like, man, this place looks awesome compared to our smog-filled, shitty <laughs> skylines. All of our skylines look terrible. And then I look at this and I'm like, man, maybe it wouldn't be so bad to live there. That'd be pretty pretty good. <laughs> Did, didn't the Fix uh, sing a song, Red Sky at Night or something like they that? Did. Uh, they and heard, it, but... it, it, and it, it was like that, dude. Watching this today, I was like, damn. That is really different than anything we see here. Yeah, they're Australian band, right? I did not like the fix, so I never listened or investigated. I think I think they are. What was their hit? Uh, one one thing leads to another. Yeah, off of Reach the Beach from 1983. Ugh. Why do I know that? I have no idea. Because you had it probably. <laughs> you probably and I wasn't a fan. Yeah, I did not dig I, I that at all. I didn't, I didn't own it. It's, I think I was working at the record store at the time, so I, it was very popular. Right. So I think that's why I retained that. But, uh, yeah. So, I actually, I saw them uh, play at the Akron Rib Burnoff, <sighs> and uh, they were playing with uh, NXS with, um, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, this was after Michael Hutchins had passed away. But, okay, uh, the singer of the, the band, a, yeah, he filled in uh, for a while. He he was he was a pretty good, you know, fill in replacement guy. This was after the death of Michael Hutchins. This is the singer for the Fix or the singer for no no, no he sang in excess. He he was he was in he wasn't part of the band, but he sang for them for a, for uh, you know a tour or two. Well, that was that Stevens guy, right, John that's Stevens? Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he was singing. He was singing with uh, NXS, but it was uh, NXS and the Fix at the at the Akron Rib Burnoff. All right. It was actually I'm a pretty good show. Being told that the Fix is not Australian, they oh, are British. British? I, I knew they had that that funny accent, but there you same are. thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I said. I thought they were. I wasn't really sure. That's right. But, same uh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> They all have that wonky accent, mate. Right. <laughs> they all have that's bad right. teeth. What can I tell that's you? That's right. Learn regular English. Jesus. <laughs> Take care of your teeth, goddammit. Yeah, no shit. Why is that? Why is it that British folk have just terrible teeth? Mm-hmm. No idea. I just, don't know. It's unsightly. Take care of your teeth, goddammit. There's their hits. Oof. All right. 
Save by no, season. thank you. All right. See, our fans, our fans are right on top of it. That's why we. That's why I depend on you. I mean, Chris and I are full of a lot of musical knowledge, but we don't know everything. That's right. We, most, we mo- almost know everything, but not quite everything. So I know almost little, nothing. I'll admit little, that. There's that little window of opportunity for you to creep in and show us up. Yeah. Now you well, do know you do know something because I heard one of the archive shows when I fired up the CMS server, you were belting out Corey Hart. <laughs> <laughs> you were you and John were singing your guilty pleasure songs and you were singing uh Corey Hart. Never surrender. <laughs> boy in a box Ugh. yeah i saw him live though i saw it was i still remember the show it was him the romantics and um i forget who the third was but it was somebody equally awful i was <laughs> equally awful i was well it was one of those I, I i was trying to i was trying to hook up with this girl robin that went to school with me and um she wanted to see the show so we went down to the show to see it and what i remember most is she had just turned 16 and i was like 16 in a few months maybe and i somehow convinced my mom to let me take her car to cleveland okay and and of course robin was like i'll do this or that if you let me drive your car and i was like okay yes and then she hit a stop sign and tore the, the mirror right off my mom's car. <laughs> <laughs> and and I just remember I got home and I I put the mirror back on like with glue, not even super glue, but just glue, because I was trying to do it quick and not be you know caught or heard and as I came in the glue. house. If only we had gorilla glue glue back. If, <laughs> I would have got away with it, but instead I probably tried to do it with fucking Elmer's glue. <laughs> and I, I just remember the next morning I like, heard the garage. Well, I heard the garage open and then the door come flying open at the, like a hard open. And I hear my name being screamed from downstairs. Yeah. Christopher! <laughs> <You know? laughs> Cause I was busted. And of course I played it like, I don't know what happened, mom. <laughs> what did you do, mom? I, I literally went with, what did you do? <laughs> what were you being like Chris Farley on Tommy Boy? What did you do? And and I really was. Door fell off the car. <laughs> it was the same exact thing, dude. It really was. It was so stupid. But, you know, of course, I wasn't allowed to drive the car then. I don't think I ever was allowed to drive her cars again. But, but yeah, I, that's what I remember is, you know, trying so hard to get a fucking, probably a hand job, probably just trying to get a handy or something. And from that, I ended up grounded from my mom's car. So you were bad with cars, even as a young man. Dude, I was always, I was always hit. Well, that wasn't my fault though. I didn't hit it. She hit it driving the car. Wasn't me that time. But yes, I was always bad with cars. <laughs> You ain't driving my car, pal. Yeah, that's what she said. She's like, nope. Well, she always had pretty nice cars, too. I mean, that was the thing. Was she always... I've, I've told that story. She's a rock bomb, so she she wasn't driving a fucking minivan or back then. Uh, no minivans in this house. You you no. had one embarrassing car that pacer your dad. The pacer had. was very embarrassing. <laughs> that and we had station wagons galore before the pacer. Like we had the big long stupid station wagons too with the brown 
fake wood siding on them and you know we had all the horrible cars but my mom was always rocking like a a fiero or a 280zx turbo or what i mean my mom always had great cars that's sporty cars yeah which made it all the more worse that that i tore it up or robin tore it up by hitting a fucking mirror so <laughs> yeah so, it was so one, what was, one what was your dad's viewpoint on his wife having a hotter car than him he didn't give a shit obviously he, he did not <laughs> dude he did not care at all all he cared about was getting to work and back you know be, i mean he was a truck driver and he didn't want to be in the car right like when he got done with work man if he had to go somewhere he did not want to hear it he did not want to hear very much like me it's probably where i got it from right he was very much like you know but he had reason because he would drive you know 50,000 miles in a week or whatever, (laughs) you know, and, and then he'd get home and then it'd be like, well, we're going to go to, you know, Lorraine. No, we're not. He'd be like, no, we're not. I'm sitting (laughs) here and I'm watching fucking the prize movie or whatever. Right. You know, whatever he would watch. Got to watch old one eye Lanigan. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's that's, that's so funny, man. Just, (laughs) just like, yeah, I'm not driving. Yeah. Look at this. Dude, I'm loving that we're getting our rumble comments right in the fucking chat. Right. Is, the, is the big, big green-eyed cat a chick? I don't know. I hate, to, I hate to think that one of our male fans has a handle like that. If you're a chick, hello, hello, big green-eyed cat. If you're a dude, change your handle. <laughs> Get a new account. <laughs> Give your wife back her account. What are you right. doing? Right. <laughs> Uh, and well, I, I don't know, man. I think, I think one of the, one of the biggest deterrents, that's not the only deterrent, but one of the biggest deterrents of ever quote unquote settling down as it were, was that I couldn't even bear the thought of not having a cool car. Yeah. The wives do take that away from you pretty quick. Oh, that was just like, yeah, that's never happening. I, I've always had pretty, pretty cool cars. And I was just mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I can't even imagine uh you know being in a in a settled down relationship with the wife and kids and not being able to have you the car that you want yeah but you you being you you wouldn't buy some shitty minivan and you would buy like an escalade or something you would buy a jet black escalade that costs seventy thousand dollars and you would buy a cool car you would not buy not you know some of the like the Escalades. I'm, I'll just keep using that Escalades well, well, because, or the, well, well, Anthony Cumia had an Escalade, which was yeah, pretty, those are pretty cool rides for a quote unquote family ride, I guess. Right, but right, but you know, or you know, some of the early Ford Explorers were pretty decent. Right, you know, they didn't look it. It wasn't as embarrassing it as wasn't, it wasn't the Sienna or whatever. No, no, not at all. Sienna. Yeah, it's. <laughs> You know, it wasn't that at all. It was, it definitely was not a, you know, flat hatchback. It wasn't the mom grocery go-getter car. Yeah. Look, it's got an automatic back door that opens by itself <laughs> so that you can so load handy. those groceries. That's Ooh. so handy when your hands are full. Yeah. <laughs> I can tap it with my foot and it opens all by itself and I can right. put the groceries in. Sure. It's great can't wait look it's it's got uh sideboards that come out when the sliding door opens on the side so you yeah. can step up easily 
Look, it's got th- a third row of seats so the kids' friends can come along for the ride. And look how sporty it is. Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> sporty. It's wonderful. Look at this steering wheel. It's like a bus. Never <laughs> right. see the movie Hall Pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That uh, that uh, what's his name? Sedakis, who was married to Christine Applegate in a movie. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he's they're like bragging about their minivans and how sporty they are. Right. <laughs> and he has to go out. He goes outside pretending he's taking the trash out so he could go sit in the minivan and turn on his uh, tune so he could so he could beat off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of nice. I just go out there in the minivan, turn on the tunes and just turn right. relax and crank one off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not the one I wanted. This one. Climbing around hail pace <laughs> in a Bronco too. <laughs> Just buy a Chevy van. There you go. <laughs> I wonder if Shelly, Sexy Red has a Cadillac. I'm sure she does. She probably does. She either has a Cadillac or a Lancum. Whatever it is, it's called a hoopty in her world. Right. No matter what she's what she's riding in, it's a hoopty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a sensible car. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately... That's that's what married life does to you. It makes you settle in for either sensible car or like me, the $2,500 cars that you leave on the side of the road. <laughs> I'm just not abandoning this bitch. I must have done that 10 different times. Just drove it till it died and left it. Took the yeah. plates off and walked away. <laughs> Go ahead. Tow it to the impound. I'm never going to come and get it. I always did. Dude, I was so broke most of the time that I couldn't afford the tow. I, I was so broke I couldn't even pay attention, as Metal Church says. Dude, and it, and it's the truth. There there were several cars that, when they broke down on the road, I was like, "All right, it's going to be a hundred bucks to tow this thing." It ain't even worth the scrap value yeah. of a hundred dollars. I know I won't get a hundred dollars trading it. I'll get like forty, so I'll lose sixty dollars to give it to somebody else. <laughs> so fuck it. Yeah, just let them clean up my trash for me. No. Yeah. Boy, look at that. I guess Monsters of Rock is this week. It'd be more fun if we were hosting it. Yeah, it would be more fun. I doubt it. We wouldn't be talking to you guys. Could, I don't know what we could do to make it more fun. We'd be hiding from y'all anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris would be at the bar, and, and I would be going, come on, Chris, let's go. And go. Oh, you know what? Fuck those guys. I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to sit right here. If they want to come find me, they, they know where to find me. That's right. I'm on the Can, upper deck. I'm at the upper deck bar. Yeah. Who are we kidding? I'd be talking. I'd be figuring out a way to get him to bring it to my room. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just bring you'll, you'll do your hosting by way of closed circuit television. That's right. They'll, they'll Even though I'm on the boat, it'll be a Zoom call on the big screen. <laughs> hey, just, everybody. Hey, I'm, I'm down here in my cabin. That's right. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I'd like to be out there on the deck with the wind blowing and everything, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot quieter. It's a lot more peaceful and I have room service. Yeah. So why would I come up there and fuck around with you assholes? Right. <laughs> nah. Nope. I have no interest in that. I don't think you have any interest in no. that. Do you? No, I mean, the kiss cruise was fun only cause I was a guest. Yeah. But, but as a participant for somebody just going for the, 
for being part of the Kiss cruise or any one of those crews, Monster Rock cruise or whatever it is. Yeah, I just not not really something I would do. Yeah, me either. I, you know, I've seen all those bands. Do I really want to see them with a, when I'm trapped with a bunch of drunk assholes? No. Well, you get to hang out with them too. You get to you got to walk up to them and say, "Stevie, get, can I get an autograph?" Is Stevie Ooh, well, on this thing. Uh he. I think he is on this one. Yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, they're actually here tonight. They're they're playing down at somewhere in Strongsville, I think, tonight. But oh, tough. Tough, yeah. Okay. They're, they're making their 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 way to to Florida, you know. All Play right. a few shows, make a little money. That way, you get on the boat with some coin. So they're they're going to Florida by way of Ohio. Apparently so. That's what it that's what it looks like. I know Stevie's. Okay. I I didn't even remember that it was today until I saw a post on Fuckbook. Right. That it was that it was today. So is um, enough enough on that thing? I don't know. I the only thing I know about about this year's cruise is that. TNT was supposed to be on it, and they announced this week that they're not going to be on it. Okay. <clears throat> and the only reason I know that is because my one my one friend, Brian, the only reason he was going was to see TNT. <laughs> okay. And now, and now he's fucked because <laughs> you can't, you can't refund when a band drops off. You cannot, you can't get a refund for that. So, well, it's interesting that, uh, you know, our, our good friend, uh, Tony Harnell, always seems to make up with them you know even though at times he's like yeah i don't think i'll ever play with those guys again and then the next thing you know he's back with them doing a handful of shows and then yeah. you know he's not with them doing his solo stuff or working with other artists and then all of a sudden you see tony singing with tnt again <laughs> it's just well like, it's it's dude, a gig it's, i get it I, I get it trust me you know but it's, I just, guarantee, funny. it's just funny that he makes those comments I guarantee you it wouldn't be that way if Starbreaker took off. If Starbreaker would have took off and become like his replacement for TNT, he wouldn't go right. back to TNT. Sure. But, but, you know, the, the biggest thing with uh, TNT is that they had a string of hits, you know, mm -hmm. back in the 80s when they were, you know, at the top of their game in the 80s and the early part of the 90s. Yeah. You know, so... uh Let's see who's who's on this monsters of rock cruise March second through the seventh, uh, Miami, Cozumel, and Nassau. So we got Joe Satriani, we got Ace Frehley, the Darkness. The Darkness is still around. Uh, KK Priest, Quiet Riot, except Wanger, Armored Saint, YNT, April Wine, Slaughter, Firehouse Heat. Uh, faster pussycat and crazy licks. Yeah, I'll pass. Yeah, and that, none of those like stand out to me. Like, oh man, I'd like to see that. Well, the only band I heard in that whole list that I would potentially actually go see, I'm probably gonna go see, is KK's Priest. Yeah, well, I I would like to see that. That seems to seems to be pretty ballsy. Yeah, you know, just from the music that I've heard. It, it's a great album. Both albums are really good, but the new one is fantastic. So. Yeah, I know uh, they they found their feet. They got their mm -hmm. you know, they got their uh, you know foothold with yeah. the second release because it just seems it just seems meatier. Mm -hmm. You know, the first one sounded great, but this but this new songs on the second album just sounds you know more in your face. Sure, absolutely, and, uh, it sounds more cohesive. Mm -hmm. So they've gelled. They've gelled for their sophomore release. 
Right. You know, and and, and again, it's still it's cool to uh, see our good friend Ripper playing with KK again. Love that. Yep. So um, good on them. So um, maybe maybe somewhere I'll see uh, KK's priest. Where are they playing uh, near you to where you'll be able to see them? Uh, either Agora or House of Blues, one of those. Okay. You'll go to House of Blues? I don't love it, but I would I would go to see Ripper. Okay. You know, I, I hate that room, but I'll sit upstairs. It's fine. All right. Now, is this, this, this heat, uh, is this being fronted by Skid Row guy? No. Somebody it's else. Not. Somebody no. else. Yeah, All right. It's, it's not, it's not Gronwald. Is that Eric Gronwald. Eric, yeah. Yeah, it's not him. So he's not taking a, a minute away from Skid Row and fronting heat? I hope he's taking a minute away to get healthy. He keeps getting sick. Yeah. Now, what what is his what is his ailment? Is he fighting cancer or something? Leukemia. Or leukemia. Okay. Yeah. All yeah, right. So I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's he's great when he's on a stage. That's for sure. I don't know. Yeah, I don't a, know what he, his health he, status is. He does he do, does belt out those Skid Row songs very well. He does. He's fantastic. So, uh, well, hey, better health to that guy. Yep, of course. As he's kind of he's kind of made. Uh, Skid Row semi-relevant again. <laughs> Made him good again. <laughs> yeah, kind of semi-relevant. That's right. Yeah, looking at this lineup, it doesn't really doesn't move me. Yeah. Well, most of it is, I mean, everybody's done it already. I mean, that's really what it comes Now, everybody that goes on this thing says that it's like a family reunion party thing. You know, all the people that go every year, but I don't know. For me, it's just a bunch of bands that I'm good enough just to interview for 30 minutes and be done with. Yeah. Personally, I mean, it's just not for me, so. All right, fair enough. Now, when is our guest supposed to be coming up? 10.15. Your time or my time? My time, my Your time. time. All right, yeah. so that's like in 15 minutes. Yeah. All right, well, I guess uh, we'll cut things uh, short here a little bit and play a few tunes and bring him on. Oh, well, look at that. 170 people in Rumble. Look at that. Hey. Hello, Rumble. <laughs> Thank you, Rumble. I applaud you guys for That's supporting right. a free free speech platform like Rumble. Right. Keep up Thank the good work. Spread the word. Let's, uh, let's make Rumble a uh, worthy adversary against uh, YouTube out there and yeah, well, just show the world how it's done. On our side, just as a show, thank you for supporting it on Rumble right. so that we don't have to go back to fucking YouTube. Because it's definitely a lot better where we don't have to watch what we say and we can of just course. fucking do what we do. Yeah, much you better. MAGA people and your awful words. Yeah, you know, those words, words are hurt, scary. Allie. Words hurt. Yeah, well, and, and they're dangerous. We got another... The Seth show got a fucking content strike this week for medical misinformation, <laughs> <laughs> which I just laughed at. I was just like, that's just fucking silly. <laughs> and and to, to quote uh, Ben Benjamin from last week's uh, locals chat. Yeah. The reason we get strikes over it at you shit is because we're big meanie heads. <laughs> oh, well, I, I wish he wouldn't use such harsh language, but probably correct. You big meanie head. That's right. We're big Saying meanie bad heads. Words and stuff. <laughs> Using bad language, bad yeah. stares. Yeah. How dare we? Yeah. Talking about content that's not permitted. Yeah. 
How dare we? How dare we point out that sexy red is a fucking piece of shit? Right. How dare we do that? Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> stupid. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get into a few tunes and uh, bring our guest on. So uh, I'll let you pick a tune. What should we play? All right. Um, today is the whatever anniversary of physical graffiti. Okay. So how about if we go with um, cat? No, that's too long. Um, because we got a guest coming. Uh, trampled underfoot. That's on that record, right? All right. Yeah, that's on that record. Okay. Trampled underfoot. Well, we'll do that then. We'll put some. We'll we'll get the lead out, man. Yeah. <laughs> It's a Saturday evening. We're going to get the let out for you right here at WCMS. We're live. (laughs) All right. We're going to play a few tunes. If you'd like to get a request in, send it to us via the email. Request at classicmetalshow.com. Request at theclassicmetalshow.com. And if I have time tonight, I'll get your request on. So uh, celebrating the what? the 50 50th anniversary 49th 50 something some year uh, this came out in 75 so it's 49 49 years 49 years young right uh here's some uh zeppelin man with some trampled underfoot exclusively here on your classic metal show The most exciting and most talked about show today is Chris Aiken Presents. If you like great interviews, real road stories, and more, then Chris Aiken, Eric Ferentinos, and their cast of characters have the show that you need to watch. Catch the show live on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern at chrisaiken.net, CMS TV, Wowza TV, Rumble, and X. There's always lunacy happening on Criff Aiken Presents. 